Great experiences build great leaders. Great leaders build great teams. This is Building Great Sales Teams. All right, guys, welcome back to Building Great Sales Teams. I've got an exciting one for you guys today. One of the goats in virtual sales, Garrett Mendelson. He's the founder of Solar Bootcamp. He's an expert in remote virtual solar sales, and he is also launching the world's first live stream esports solar sales platform. Garrett, welcome to the show, brother. Hey, what's up, guys? Thank you for uh, thank you for having me. Man, this is awesome. So, what is your what is your favorite solar clothes that you've ever done? Oh. <laughs> I mean, I would say the funniest solar clothes would be uh, I, okay. I closed a girl and she did get installed. Uh, she was getting her hair done at a at a at a hairdresser. So I thought that was the funniest one. So she was actually legitimately getting her hair like done, and she was on the phone. And then it was it was funny because afterwards the hairdresser was like, "I actually have solar." And then she got other quotes with people in home, and then ended up still beating them and uh, got that installed, which was pretty cool. Very nice, very nice. Yeah, anytime you know, probably one of my favorite one was when the dog was basically yapping the whole time. Yeah, me and the homeowner were just dialed in at that time. So it's uh <laughs> it's tough, man, with those distractions around, but you know, keeping them keeping them dialed in like that is huge. What's your I guess what's your strategy when there's a distraction around? How do you how do you keep them focused? Uh, I mean sometimes I'll kind of joke and bring it up. Uh, be like, oh yeah, is that is that your dog? Is, what kind of dog do you have? So like they and they're like, oh sorry, sorry. And then the, you know, I'll, I'll just bring up kind of you know kind of what I'm experiencing. If it's a dog or a kid or something, uh, I'll, and that usually gets them to realize like, okay, it's kind of loud, and they kind of walk into a different room or pay more attention. Because I do it just phone, yeah. so there's no Zoom. So sometimes they're walking around or doing stuff. So I try to get them to obviously focus instead of like doing random stuff. So we do like them to sit down at the very least but I will bring it up ahead of time so that they are aware that I do notice. Absolutely. I love that strategy, especially if it gets them to remedy the situation. Right. Okay. So I'll get right into it. I've got a, I've got an opinion in general on solar. It's kind of what got me out of the business, you know, and oh. also I had, I had opportunities in consulting. And so I want to walk you through it and I want your honest feedback. Okay. Don't, don't sugarcoat it for me. All right. You can, you can tell me I'm wrong. I can handle it. I promise. <laughs> okay. So going, going into solar and I'm, I'm going to give you some context and this is probably the most I'm going to talk when I have a guest, but I want to make sure you, you understand where I'm coming from. So going into solar right away, I tried to start an EPC with another partner. He had convinced me that he knew what he was doing. You know what I mean? And so I was the financier and I was going to be the sales side of the business. Right. And so we, we, Attempted to start an EPC, created the brand, all the things, right? And when when we did installs, the money wasn't getting from the EPC to the sales org. You know? So I was having to front that. And then eventually I realized that he wasn't about his business, right? So I tried to start the EPC and I realized, hey, that's probably a little too deep to start out. And so we just focused on our sales org, connected with an installer. You know, things went well after that. And after being in the business for a year, I kind of realized, I kind of looked at the entire business instead of just the sales side of it. And, and I had this uh, desire to get out of just being a sales org, right? 
and we had an AT&T division. We had a DirecTV B2B division. And so we had a few other things going on. Solar was a new venture for us. So we were dumping a bunch of money into it. And I realized that, hey, if I want to completely control my customer experience, I've got to become the EPC, you know, and whether that means bringing in somebody with a ton of experience running one or um, a lot of installs under their belt and partnering with them and, and them being the master electrician too, because that's what I've realized. If the master electrician is part of the business versus just signing off, then you're going to be a lot more, I guess, effective in, in what you're doing and have a better quality EPC. And so mm-hmm. me and my VP of sales at the time kind of butted heads on this. He wanted to keep all the money in the commissions and keep all the money on the sales org side and, and get away with what we could on the EPC side. So fast forward to now, this is a year later after we made the decision to part ways and I got out of solar. I'm seeing a lot of these EPCs going under, you know, that's been happening around the industry and, and, and I'm getting the like outside looking in version of it. You're in the business. So do you think I made the the right move in wanting to kind of transfer some of that money from sales to the EPC? And do you think that's going to continue to be an issue for sales orgs is that they're essentially charging too much for that customer acquisition? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's 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 difficult. I mean, right now with EPCs and installers, they're going out of out of business all the time. But like it's the whole world, the whole solar industry. Like I know people who sell in Australia, who sell in the UK, and it actually happens out there quite a bit. I don't know if there's a good solution and the only solutions that have come out in the US are like third party warranty companies like Solar Insure, some companies oh, yeah. do their own third party so that does kind of give a little bit protection for the homeowner but then it's just it's just like will Solar Insure be in business long term and mm-hmm. then it kind of goes down kind of goes down a rabbit hole. I always say like the worst thing people can do is to go with like a really small company cuz most likely they're going to they're they're not going to be in business long term especially as the market matures the best bet is to go with a middle if not a big company but then you have the issues with the customer service and then sometimes the quality uh so it's kind of like a it's like a trade-off so like it's a really really hard balancing act so like we use freedom now just because they are the biggest installer they do it in-house and they're, they're pretty good overall I don't think they're mm-hmm. going to go out of business, but I mean, they could go out of business. Anybody in this industry, I mean, we're less than 4% market adoption right now. So Still, this industry yeah. is just going to keep changing and growing, especially as it go from four, five, six, seven, 10, 20, 30, 50. I bet you every company now probably won't be here besides maybe like a few major players like Sunrun, Sonova, SunPower, probably mm-hmm. Freedom. They're going to be in business, but I mean, Building your own EPC, if you do it right, can be lucrative. Like I want to do it personally, uh, but I know it's it's it, it is risky because it's like you got to order the equipment, you got to front the money, you have to wait to get paid by the banks, and it's just like and then if there's issues, lawsuits, bad reps saying stuff, you know, accidents, it just causes a lot of headaches. But there, it's like there's definitely trade offs. I mean, I mean, obviously people are doing it successfully, so. I mean, I, I I would say like if you have a good system and you have somebody you know, like I have a friend, he's been installing for ten plus years. He would be the one that I would, I would want to partner with. He owns an EPC yeah, right exactly. now, and they do they do two installs a day. 
So like they know what they're doing and they're clean installs. So like he's somebody I would want to go into business, but I've seen so many bad install companies at this point. Like I've seen, I mean, <laughs> one of the companies I was working with in the last year or so, I don't want to say who, but uh, the yeah, first install, uh, they, they, they use subcontractors, but the first install, the guy fell through the ceiling. I thought it was, I thought this was going to be an accident, like a, a one-off, but like every install, there was just like a lot of issues, crooked panels, leaks, damaged house. So like it does, does definitely matter the quality and the installer you use, because if you choose the wrong one and you don't have good crews, then you're not going to have a good time, <laughs> a really bad time. And I couldn't agree more. And um, I do love your assessment of the situation because it's incredibly honest. You know, you're not over here like, oh, it's going to be fine. Solar's great the way it is. You know, like there's going to be a bunch of turnover and, and things like that. So what do you recommend? You know, obviously you want to go to with a with a medium or large company. Right. But what do you recommend in terms of the customer experience? Like a virtual salesperson or a door-to-door -door salesperson kind of bridging that gap because we know that the bigger companies are going to have a hard time giving a quality customer experience and and let's be honest if they're coming from the epc side you know they're they're trade centric their quality qc checks you know all all that stuff is great but they're typically not as good as we are as as handling customer expectations uh giving the customers bad news and um kind of you know when things go wrong, calming that customer down a little bit, right? So what do you recommend for the salespeople to kind of bridge those gaps? I mean, I think we need better salespeople. I think this industry has a lot of unregulated salespeople that just say whatever to get the deal. They lie and they overprice and they price gouge, same thing. Uh, but they just do like, I, 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 you see it a million times, especially in virtual where you see all these crazy quotes. They're like, oh, they said it was 100% offset. This is going to cover my bill. And then you do the math and it's like 50%. Yeah. And it's yeah. like if that customer got installed, you know, sure, that rep would have made, you know, a few thousand dollars, maybe 5,000, 10,000, if maybe even more, who knows. But then that customer is going to tell his friend, don't do it. It's going to make our job harder. There's going to be like, you know, more hate, more issues. Um, but I think. I, I think uh, there needs to be some type of regulation. I think there needs to be some type of control. And and I know the people are people that are listening will probably hate it, but then they're the problem, you know, honestly, because they don't want yeah. people to change, you know, to kind of change what they're doing anyway. Because I've heard so many people, I've seen so many people scam. Even like, for example, my my uh, old DM. My buddy at, uh, actually, I'm not going to say the company just in case, but at this yeah, big fine. company, this big company, uh, my buddy told me a story that when he was being trained, uh, the DM, the district manager told the customer that it was 100% offset. And he's like, told my friend, he's like, hey, I'm just going to change it really quick, make the offset look more by changing the production just to get the yep. deal. So like, even like the DMs and stuff are scamming. Like it's so, yeah. it's, it's, it's so crazy how, how many people are scamming. I mean, we're, we're uh, in the process of trying to get, uh, well, are getting the uh, license because there are a few companies popping up trying to get like the uh, the, the solar license of the industry, like uh, Mentos Corp, mm -hmm. if, you, if you're familiar with them. So it's like the real estate, yeah. but the solar version of of license. I think yeah. that's the uh, right step, a uh, good step in the right direction, because if customers do have complaints, companies will know better. The, the rep will be flagged. They can't just hop companies and then just disappear. You know, they'll find out at some point. I think it's going to create more accountability. And then it's also going to make it so reps are no longer uh, going to dodge calls from customers because they're like, why, 
do I not get the tax credit? You said I get a tax credit. Where's my check? Because people pretend also like the tax credit side where, you know, they're going to get a check in the mail for 15 grand. (laughs) And that's a whole different conversation with the tax credit. And uh, yeah, this this industry is kind of, it's, it's an amazing industry if it's done right, but it needs a lot of, uh, a lot of, I think there needs to be a lot of changes personally. I couldn't agree more. You know, these were all things that we ran into as we were building out our solar division. And, you know, like you said, the tax credit was a big one, you know, and, and, and that's always a tough one because your solar salesperson is not a tax professional. And so one of the things that we did, and this is going to sound like a commercial, but I mean, it's real. It was such a, easy solution uh we we hired solar tax consultants and we included their services in our um package for our our solar customers i don't know if you've ever heard of them or if you use anybody similar where it's an actual cpa that is uh filling out the paperwork for the customer to make sure that they get their proper rebate that's sick yeah i've i've heard of uh different companies uh Mm -hmm. pop up and offer this uh to help streamline it i haven't used it myself but yeah. uh i've i definitely when i went to SolarCon this year i'm i'm pretty sure there was even one at the uh, at SolarCon advertising so I, that's a good thing that's happening it needs to yeah. become more frequent for sure yeah um i'll shoot their info to you after the podcast for sure okay sick so some some fun stuff or actually you know what you, you're talking about a lot of the problems in the industry especially on the sales side I couldn't agree with you more. It's a big issue for me. That's why I wanted to like, you know, when we look at it, if, if it's normal to make five grand on a solar deal, then I just wanted the salespersons to make four grand instead. And I wanted to move that over to the EPC, right? And, and, and part of it was selfish. And then I wanted to use that money to build the EPC. But eventually, you know, it, it's just this, this concept that the, the EPC is about 20% to 30% underpaid, in my opinion. You know, and because for those reasons, they don't have good customer service for those reasons. They're they're hiring these subs that that are subpar, you know what I'm saying? And and I wanted to give bolster their income a little bit so that they could reinforce it. But with accountability and obviously having an internal one is the ultimate accountability control of the customer experience. And so I wanted to kind of prove that model. And then in, in you know, in, in Corpus Christi and then in San Antonio, Houston and Dallas, be able to audit our install partners according to the model that we had just created and say basically, hey, here's here's the model that we created. It's sales centric, it's customer service centric, it's um has training, you know, in it that teaches your people how to deal with, you know, irate customers, problem customers, stuff like that. <laughs> or just yeah. transfer them over to us. I mean, we're so much better at handling them. But anyways, um going back to the sales side of things. You know, and 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 again, increasing the the sales org margins themselves, because uh, they they need to spend more money on regulation or on training or on reinforcing their onboarding process and making sure that this this sales rep doesn't have a history of scamming customers. You know, um, when when it when it comes to those things, you're actually doing something about it, right? And that's what I appreciate and why I brought you on this the show. You founded Solar Bootcamp. Uh, so the the company Solar Bootcamp. Talk about that and and what you guys are doing over there. Yeah, I want to address something really quick uh, about what you just said about the uh, mm-hmm. the cost for installers. I think the big issue right now 
is I wouldn't say a race to the bottom, but it's essentially, yeah. you know, the people are like, I need the lowest red line. I need, I need, right. uh, and I mean, I'm guilty of it too. You know, everyone's like, you can do the math. You're like, well, if I had this red line to this one and that, you know, that's an extra 3000 to sale versus this, yeah. you know, you'll get the, in that, in that mindset where it's like, we need the lowest red line, but it's really a lot of the time it is quality because people don't want to have higher red lines to get that quality. They want to just maximize the profit. So I think it's like a, it's the industry needs a shift. And it's also like on top of that, it is becoming really competitive where people are racing. I wouldn't say racing to the bottom, like necessarily, but like you do run into bids that are like dirt cheap, like $2 red lines, even lower than $2 uh, in some markets, especially if you know, EPC margins, like, you know, it's, it's possible. That's 100%. crazy. So, yeah. yeah. So, so that's the big thing is people like, uh, want to maximize you want to maximize their profits in uh i mean you know the mindset is just going to lead us to government regulation is pretty much what mm -hmm. we don't want we want self-regulation because that way you know we it's not like because the last thing we want is regulation where it's going to take you know like a mortgage weeks to get someone approved weeks to get someone yeah. qualified weeks to do anything because then everyone's sales are going to drop so hardcore yeah. You know, it's it's gonna take forever to get stuff done, and people are not gonna be selling deals frequently because it's like, well, got you approved. I'll be back once the underwriter go, does this and does that and does this, and we check this, and then you know, you know how that goes. So yeah, and it, you can have so to coach them, coach them on an yeah. auditing process or a survey. You know, we had to do something similar with uh, security. We were selling security door to door. The customer would get a call, and there was like this thirty question survey, and we'd have to coach them like you know, basically through it, like, Hey, they're going to ask you this, 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 and this, and that's, and this is what that means, you know, because they are, they're harsh questions on purpose to make sure that the customer really wants it, you know, which I, I get it. You know, I understand. Yeah, exactly. That's why like, uh, like I'm not trying to pitch Mentiscore. I'm just like really like getting the license through them right now, but like they even have like an AI welcome call that like records everything, ask them the question. So like everything, you know, okay. the, the homeowner knows everything just to make sure yeah. like they are aware, but like, yeah, you have to, if you have to do a process for weeks just to get someone approved, it's going to be a lot of coaching, a lot of follow-up. It's going to become a very, very headache, uh, headache process. But now just kind of going into what we do. So, uh, you, you know, we run solar bootcamp, solarbootcamp.ai. You can find us, uh, there. So it's like .com, but .ai. And then also we have a sales platform called SBU.live. So solarbootcampuniversity.live. That is the sales platform. So we actually integrated our installer uh, freedom into it and built a live streaming platform. We had the website built. Uh, it just had a lot of issues. We rebuilt it. Everything's rolling back out. Everything's on there already. Just the live streaming is coming back in the first two weeks of the year, two, three weeks. And that's going to be the uh, world's first live streaming solar sales platform where people can actually sell solar live stream uh reps can watch other reps and it's a cool accountability thing as well because you know most reps that are going to be scamming won't be live streaming because they don't want to be seen so it is a good way of you know accountability making sure people are doing well are uh, doing right and then it's really good training as well because the best thing with door-to-door -door, you know going to to the door-to-door -door side is uh with door-to-door -door, you get to watch people sell solar you can watch people sell solar, like going in the house with them, shadowing them. But with uh, live streaming, it's the same thing as that, where you can actually watch people sell solar. You can actually, you know, shadow them in real time, kind of like Twitch, kind of YouTube. So like I stream my sales when I sell. So people mm -hmm. in, the, in my program can actually watch me sell solar. And that's another thing. 
a lot of programs out there, nobody does that. Nobody is showing them selling live. So that's what we do that's a little bit different is actually show a, you know, show a sale live, show a discovery call live. I have appointment set live, I have cold call data live, age leads, anything, like just random data I've set appointment live just to show people like, hey, it's possible to call a random number and set an appointment without any contact before. So we like to kind of do mm -hmm. real time live training. So we kind of do like a whole like, start to finish type deal where we teach anybody from solar from sales from no sales from another industry doesn't matter who you where you're from your experience we put you in a place and we walk you step by step on how to get into virtual solar so you can actually fast track and not have to deal with it because if you think about it if you were to start selling virtually now maybe you know where do you go like well there's not many resources out there there's not really many things to do it's like how do you get leads how do you get appointments what dialer to use, what CRM to use, what tools to use, how do you follow up? How do you do this? How do you do that? What scripts? It's kind of overwhelming. So we like to break it down and package it in a way where it's really streamlined and it just allows anybody to get into it without having to feel like there's a million things going on. Right. So we, so we built that. And then the second thing, uh, SBU.live, which is the sales platform, we, uh, so Solar Bootcamp University, so... If you pull that up, SBU.live, that's where we plug. It's optional, but you can plug into it and sell solar in uh, 32 states. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And so um, you can plug into it. Is that the, the the Twitch portal or how does that work? Yeah, that's where the streaming's happening. That's actually where the course is uh, on. That's where everything is like an all-in-one platform. So we have everything, uh, essentially everything on there that people can plug into and look at and, and check out. So it's pretty, it's pretty sick. And uh, this is just a sales side. Our, our program, our training is technically separate. So it is an investment to get started, but this is allows mm -hmm. people to jump in and be able to sell solar in 32 plus states. So it gives them the, uh, the ability to actually just be able to build their own business in a box without having to get an interview with a company, without having to have a boss, without having to have a manager. It allows you to actually jump into solar without any of the any of the headaches of you know having a boss and stuff man that's fantastic and and instead of oh, okay there's the split i was i was curious okay so if you go the higher there is no split or how does that work so the second option is a white labeling option it's not out yet so it uh, essentially oh, okay. we're going to offer a white labeling for virtual teams so anyone can have their own portal, their own URL, their own domain, their own logos, everything customized for their team. Because that's another thing with virtual, you're kind of in an island. So we're going to offer a white labeling feature for organizations so they can plug into it and have their own streaming section, their own everything. Uh, our platform is, a, uh, it's 49 bucks a month to sell, but then you can actually build, uh, you know, you can build overrides goes actually seven levels down. So if you bring somebody on, you get an override. We do a 70-30 split. So 10% goes to overrides, 20% goes to freedom, not us. And then, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, we just built it all integrated into the platform uh, and uh, just trying to streamline it all. So, uh, and and you don't have to answer the exact numbers or anything, but I got to imagine there's a pretty massive investment to put all this together. So I'm assuming you are using a learning management system for solarbootcamp.ai? Yeah, like uh, like to to manage all the uh, like the the videos and software yeah. and training and everything. Yeah, we actually built our own as well. So we 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 mm. went off another platform. So we actually merged it into SPU.live. So it's actually all on that platform. So we have oh, a developing. Nice. 
yeah, so we have a developer team that that she's been developing it, and uh, yeah, we've invested a little bit into it, and we're just gonna keep putting out features. Keep, and we actually have a feature that's coming out next year, because uh, you know how solar is pretty competitive, you know, mm-hmm. and you know people like to to place bets in sports and stuff. So we want a sport betting oh, element no where way. people can, yeah, so people can actually <laughs> like uh, compete against each other, and then people can place like bets and stuff, and there's gonna be tournaments and like you know setter versus setter, closer versus closer place a little bet on it, stuff like that. It's going to be sick. That's going to be crazy. Just, you know, you always want to gamify sales, but you are literally gamifying sales. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's going to be sick. And we also, uh, we have a metaverse we're relaunching as well. Because that's, I mean, I personally feel like with Apple, have you seen Apple Vision? Have you seen that? I've seen the, the, the headset, but that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. So that if you've seen the trailer, it's going to be legit. I mean, the new phones, iPhones can already do the 3D filming for it. A lot of people mm-hmm. don't realize, like, I like AirPods were stupid in the beginning. I remember everyone made fun of AirPods because they kind of looked really stupid. I got like three pairs now, and yeah. uh, I, I think everyone's going to have Apple glasses, Vision, whatever it's called, and it, it might be two to five years. But like, I think everyone's going to have it, and I really feel that the metaverse and all that other stuff is just going to get more popular and bigger mm-hmm. and bigger and bigger. So we actually have a metaverse that we're going to have like you know events, conventions, people can go there, watch live streams, talk to other solar reps, like kind of network inside the metaverse. And you can put a VR headset on or do it on the computer as well. It's it's sick. So I'm 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 curious, and. Uh... You know, obviously, anything AI, metaverse, um, is going to be the the people that get in early, like you guys are doing right now. It's going to be incredibly profitable. It's good business. Period. There's no if ands or buts about that. Um, let me ask you this: You know, when you look at the human condition in general, and you look at like, uh, do you have any kids? No, actually. No okay. Kids. Okay. So you're going to, you know, when you start having kids, you'll start thinking about this stuff. It'll kind of reframe how you look at virtual reality. Right. Yeah. And so I limit, I limit my son's uh, video games to like two hours a day. Uh, yeah. Their devices are limited to two hours a day. And so even at that, they're getting four hours a day and they max it out every day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I mean, the video yeah. games, not so much because we don't have a lot of time in the evenings after school, but Basically, I'm doing my best to kind of limit because I, I know they need it. I know they need to understand how all these things work because they're going to use it in their own businesses someday. Right. Or their own um, fields of um, study or, you know, whatever, wherever their zone of genius is. They need technology. Um, but do you think people are going to get lost in these virtual worlds and it's going to create it's just gonna, it's going it's gonna to skyrocket mental health issues and stuff like that? What are your what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I think so for sure. I mean, I think it's just gonna get worse. People are playing video games more so. I think mean, I think back when I, I used to be a gamer back in the day with for like World of Warcraft, RuneScape, if you know those games, like you know, 10, I guess 15, 20 years at this point. Yeah, yeah. wow and stuff. So like I played it a lot. I totally get living, you know, quote unquote living in a video game. I understand and as you know, prices for everything goes up, you know, people lose, you know, motivation, hope. You know, and they lose the they, they think everything's out of reach and they just there's one place to go, which is the video, you know, video games. And I'm telling you, with the Apple Vision, with how crazy it looks like it's going to be, if it, if they really pull it off where they could just put headset on 
and change the whole world in front of you it's i think it's game over i think and with ai i think everyone's going to be living in them for sure it's just going to get more frequent and people i bet you people mm -hmm. are going to walk around with it as well it's going to be crazy for sure so along that subject um you know you look like a thick guy you know um <laughs> got the freaking traps going on and everything right and so <laughs> you obviously have a routine you you care about your your uh physical fitness but most of your job is in front of computer computer screen like mine you know yeah what are some of the things that you're doing to maintain your you know obviously physical fitness and your mental fitness oh yeah right mental that's the hardest part <laughs> i'm just kidding i uh, <laughs> i mean i stay indoors I, I stay indoors a lot but i i mean uh the biggest thing for me for fitness i'll start there is uh i have a vitruvian so if i don't know if you've heard of a vitruvian before it's if you no, heard I of haven't. tonal have you heard of tonal yes. yes it's like a tonal except it doesn't go in the wall it's a platform you stand on it does twice the twice the weight so it goes up to 440 pounds which okay. it's way heavier than a regular free weight so a pound is definitely more than a free weight uh i i use that five six times a week it sits in my living room so like literally i just go you stand on a platform it gets boring sometimes don't get me wrong uh mm -hmm. i get bored a lot but you know i just force myself to do it like today i'm bored but i'm gonna go uh <laughs> i'm gonna go work out uh and i have yeah. a pull-up bar so i do that um i do miss the gym I, and uh i mean I, I live in puerto rico now so i i, I just i i'm in a community but like yeah i mean i I, I used to go to the gym five, six times a week. I just do it at home now just to save on the time, just driving to mm -hmm. the gym, driving back, parking, all that stuff. So I, I, it's all about saving time. So I do that. Um, I was doing, I need to get that, get going again with a, a company or a person that cooks my meals. I was actually talking with someone today yeah, that's huge. Where, where they shop the food, they cook at your house for you, but like getting everything meal prepped, cooked, uh, cause that's the biggest thing is diet. And that's the one thing I'm lacking on is the diet part. Cause getting, mm -hmm. being so focused, it's really hard to hit Same. your protein every day. Like really hard. Cause you know, I have a protein shake right here, but like, you know, sometimes it's, it's even drinking, like just one of those is not going to do anything. You need to eat like, like for me, like 200 grams Real of protein. And, yeah, yeah. And it's just so hard to consistently stay like, uh, to, to keep eating and then to get enough calories. So like, um, meal prep that's the biggest thing is you could find like especially if you're in the states like clean eats they they can ship anywhere that that was the company i was using for a while then the local clean eats is much better than the corporate clean eats because it's not full of like mm -hmm. like like salt and stuff uh yeah. any places you can meal prep i i was doing like three to five meal like meal preps a day where i would just microwave it eat it and so forth uh that's what i would recommend but like yeah i would say like meal preps lifting five six times a week just stay focused, stay motivated. And then the mental health side, like I, I'm pretty good at like staying in and not doing too much. So it doesn't really bother me, but sometimes like if, when it does, I'll go, go out for a walk. I have a golf cart mm -hmm. out here. So I'll drive around on, on the, you know, on the golf cart for a little bit. Nice. Uh, cause I, I'm in Puerto Rico for anyone that's wondering. So it's like a little like resort community. So it's kind of mm -hmm. you know, the oceans right there. So it's kind of cool. I know most people are not living in something like that. So I would say go on a bike ride, go on a walk, uh, conventions that's really fun that's the only downside about living here unless i want to keep flying back to florida but like for anyone that wants a really good like fun activity go to conventions like i'm going to in miami january 20th at grant cardone 10x boot camp event so uh nice. for, for anyone that's never done that it's amazing and just wait until new year's new year's day new year i think it's new year's evening the the last day of the year i bought my ticket two years ago is 90 percent off just go find his stream. It's always way discounted. 
go buy a ticket, go to these conventions, just start going to conventions if you can once a month, twice a month. If I could go once a week, I would go once a week. But yeah. I would say that's the biggest thing is to surround yourself with other people that are just trying to grow, trying to network, trying to just increase their mindset. And that's the best way to, I feel like for mental health, because every event I've ever gone to, it's so much fun. I always meet a lot of people, I always network, just grow my, you know, just, just meet a ton of people. And, uh, I, I would recommend hundred percent going to conventions for sure. Yeah. I think, I think you're hitting all the right points. And the most important one being surround yourself with like-minded people, you know, you need that, that mental challenge of learning what other people are doing and, and uh being social <laughs> getting outside the house right i don't know yeah. that i could like right now i've converted my podcast trailer into an office but it's right outside my house you know <laughs> nice. but every now and then yeah. I, you know luckily i go to the gym my my kids have sporting events and all that kind of stuff so i'm i'm, I'm around people constantly for sure you know i've nice. seen yeah. a lot of my my friends are moving uh moving to mexico or puerto rico and 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 low cost countries like this, you know, and, and they're just, they're just crushing it. Cause one, they're focused. There's so many distractions in the U S and you know, you, I, I'll walk out of my, my trailer right now and my phone's trying to sell me something. And then into, <laughs> into my house and the TV's trying to sell me something and like it's, it's constant distraction. Right. And so it helps them dial in, you know, if they're in the right area and then, yeah, they all have personal chefs. I am so jealous of somebody just cooking every meal for you every day. I mean, that's just, I just came back from roof camp, right? Oh, and you nice. talking about the conferences and stuff. Uh, roof camp yeah. was a very intimate conference on this uh, ranch, uh, Aguanada Springs in Rock Spring, Texas. And uh, there was 18 participants, six coaches, and it was super intimate. Have just beautiful scenery everywhere, beautiful animals walking around. But they had uh, their chef um their chef take care of all the food breakfast lunch and dinner it was all just delicious and amazing and all probably 1500 calories a meal so i don't know if that <laughs> would quite work but that whole yeah. concept of not having to worry about making food i'm i'm here for it i'm here yeah. for it <laughs> yeah dude, it's 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 so much better no cleaning no like pretty much anything and no shopping if you find the right one it's just literally mm -hmm. just eat your food you, you save so much time it's unbelievable how much yeah. time we take shopping cooking cleaning all that fun stuff yeah 100 percent. okay so what are you excited about right now what's next for you guys um what's what's jolting you out of bed in the morning yeah uh so i mean this is like a few months down the road we're gonna be at SolarCon in 2024 that's exciting just got that set mm -hmm. up so never done anything like that uh additionally getting the live streaming the sport betting the platform really really just all in one because we're just migrating and at the moment so like it's all yeah. happening so it's all becoming one platform and really just structuring this where we have because my goal with this is to make it so anybody can get into this and learn virtual solar and get a sale within you know their first month maybe two months if not sooner like we want to get brand new people fresh and some people are like oh a sale in just a month or two going from no experience to getting at least one sale in a month is great for most people yeah. like six to eight grand a commission that's what people are i mean most people are not making that in the real world you know we're privileged to think that is not a lot of money but like for most people that can be life-changing money especially two a month i mean you do two mm -hmm. solar deals a month they're gonna make six figures so 
Our goal is to get everybody to do one sale a week at least and multiple sales a week for people that are really ambitious, that really want to get going. And we have people like we've, we, we have somebody who just did 18 in a month, you know, and we have people that have done over 20 in a month. So like people are wanting, you know, are learning are wanting to go virtual and learning how to do it. So we're just really grateful for how many students we have, you know, we're blowing up every week and we're just growing every single week. And we're just trying to make the ultimate sales platform. And, and it's not just me, we have six, seven other coaches actually. And we're all coming together, maybe eight now that are just trying to build a, the best training platform, the best university for solar in the industry. And we just are trying to innovate and make this as good as possible. And we're changing a lot of lives and we're just going to continuously innovate and just make this as good as possible. I love it. I love your energy too. When you're talking about it, you're very passionate about this. And, and speaking of changing lives. So the last question I always like to ask my guests, cause it gives me a lot of perspective on who they are as a person. What does legacy mean to you and what legacy do you want to leave behind? That's a great question. So legacy to me is being able to, to change, you know, change people's lives, change the world, move, move the needle forward, innovate and show like a different perspective in, in life that people will remember you for, for helping, for changing, for, you know, pioneering the way. That's why like, you know, really focused on doing it right because you know this industry has a lot of wrongs so we're trying to show people like there is a right way of doing it there's a right way of you know changing and making it better so we want to make leave a legacy of just showing people how you know how to do this how to, how to you know change people's lives how to make a lot of money save homeowners a lot of money and really just make a big big difference i love it brother mm -hmm. and you're well headed on your way to do that you know what you're doing right now you know, and I've done a lot of podcasts with a lot of different solar people in the industry. You know, you don't hear about it much. We we had a mutual client for a while there. And so that's the first time I, I had heard about it. And he told me about the, the live streaming that you guys were going to do. So I was so <laughs> excited to see some of those clips coming out, some of the content coming out. So looking forward to see you guys grow and uh, blow up in this industry. Thanks, man. Yeah, for sure. Appreciate you coming on the show, dropping a ton of wisdom ton of nuggets and a ton of value and what's going on in the solar industry uh appreciate you for that yeah i appreciate you having me on and uh hope we were able to give a lot of value to your audience and uh look forward to maybe a second podcast in the future yes sir we'll we'll, we'll definitely check in and see how you're doing let's get building sounds good <laughs>